Welcome in. You are listening to the Blue Notes podcast. This is a presentation of Indianapolis Colts stories and notes. I'm your host, Benji Taylor. All right. So this is the draft episode. Uh, the draft is Thursday. I'm recording this Wednesday night. It's, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, I'm just going to hit you with maybe 10 to 15 minutes, a little pre-draft tidbits. I can't believe I just said tidbits. I'm not going to call this episode tidbits. Uh, I haven't thought of the name yet, but I promise it won't be. It will not be tidbits. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm going to hit you 10 to 15 minutes here. We don't have a script, as you've probably already noticed, <laughs> but but I do have an outline. I'm going to try to stick to the... Uh, I'm already off the outline, but I'm going to go with it. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you just some thoughts that I have going into the draft. I know the Colts do not have a first-round pick. As of right now, uh, they don't have one right now. So Thursday night, we might be sitting on our hands and then throughout the weekend, of course, uh, things should get interesting for Colts fans. But let's talk about Thursday. And um, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and say this. I was going to save this for later, but I think there's a five to seven percent chance that the Colts trade into the first round. Not a high chance. Not, not it's not very likely, but somewhat likely that they that they do that. Um, We'll get to that in a little bit. So I was thinking about this. Uh, if if I had a thesis statement for this episode, this unscripted last-minute draft thoughts episode, what would the thesis be? Well, here it is. Ballard, Chris Ballard, needs a comeback. There is the thesis. That's my focus for these next 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and here's why. I said this a few weeks ago. I think the 2021 draft was historically bad. I mean, really bad. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But, but I think we need to add some context to why it was so bad. So um, I think it was last week, um, Kevin Bowen's episode, you know, he's, he's so gracious. He responds to uh, listeners' questions and all that. Somebody had a really good question. I wish I could remember who that person was. I, I, so I'm not citing my source very well, but that person um, mentioned that the Colts had, I think, the, they were worst in the league for rookie starts or rookie uh, snaps in uh, last season, 21, and, which is not that hard to believe. You know, you look back at that draft, it wasn't hard to believe. That's true, and I want to go on record by saying I think that draft was really, really bad. I'm not backing off of that statement, but I do think we need to add a little bit of context to what happened, right? So, obviously, they didn't have a third round pick. <laughs> we know why. And you and you could argue whether, you know, the trade for Wentz was whatever you think it was worth, but um or a bad idea. Regardless, they had no third round pick. And that that's a that's usually a pick that Chris Ballard scores pretty well on. I mean, look back in twenty and he got Julian Blackman and uh nineteen, it was Bobby O'Karake and then Kari Willis in the fourth round. Both of those guys starters and in 18 didn't have a third round pick but Taekwon Lewis I think he was the last pick of the second round and so you know there's a guy that is still going to be valuable this year all that to say Chris Ballard has done very well in the third round and didn't have a third round pick in 21 um that was the pick given up in the Carson Wentz deal so there's uh one one good reason why I think they lacked some starts, some snaps in that round. Uh, I'm sorry, in that in that rookie class. Um, also, the second round pick Dio Adangbo, 
you know, I think he was drafted as a, a red shirt. I mean, he was coming off the Achilles injury. I think it was, it was pretty well known he wasn't going to play a lot this year. Okay, so there's two out of your, your top three, you know, premium picks that they just really, a third round didn't have at all, and then second round didn't plan to get much from. And then you go down from there, Kylan Granton was fourth round pick. Um, not great. You know, I think he's okay. The fifth rounder, Sean Davis didn't make the team. The sixth rounder, Sam Ellinger, was drafted to be a, back, a backup quarterback. I mean, who knows if he ever starts a game in his career. I don't know if he ever will. And, um, and then Michael Strawn, a project in the seventh round. He came from a Division three team. So, you know, I think he can still be good, but wasn't expected to do much this year. And then Will Fries, I mean, I, I think he barely made the team. He could, could be a really important depth piece this year, but not much from uh, the 21 season. So to recap, uh, again, I'm not, I'm not backing off of that statement that I think it was a pretty bad draft. And it all comes down to Quiddy Pay, really. He was the only one that gave the team any, any kind of value from that draft. And then Dio, hopefully, you know, he can be great. Who knows? I mean, he's a really, really big man. And I've said that a lot on this podcast. That's all <laughs> that I really know about him at this point. He's just really big. And I don't know what, what kind of effect he'll have going forward. You know, I, I think it's interesting, though, that, you know, I, I, he was drafted as a defensive end. He might eventually play in, inside, um, which w- might work. But he was drafted as a defensive end. And I think it's interesting the Yannick Ngakwe trade kind of addresses the position. So are they just stockpiling or does that say that maybe they're not impressed with the two draft picks last year? And I don't know how you could really say that after one season, especially since Dio didn't play much until the end of the season. So anyway, I think it's important to add some context to what happened there. And, And you know, I don't want to move off of that just so soon because it's not enough really to just add context to say, well, they drafted more for the future than the present. Well, I think you got to ask the question, well, why? You know, why didn't they spend more picks last year in 21 on the present, on, on current value? And it just, maybe that was the Sean Davis pick that didn't pan out. I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that question. So I think I wanted to give some context, but say that, you know, I'm not really making excuses. I still think it was a, a, a historic, potentially historically bad draft, and all that will depend on Pay and Dio Adangbo. Because like I said, Sean Davis is already gone. Sam Ellinger was drafted to be a backup. Michael Strawn, I hope for the best there. I think he can be good, but will he even make the team? You know, I don't, I don't know if... if uh, this season, uh, here in, or this coming weekend, actually, if, if Ballard drafts a couple wide receivers, where does that leave Strawn? I don't know. We don't need to worry about that right now. The point is, they didn't get much value this, this last season on that, on that draft. I think that's well documented. And I want to compare those here in just a second. But first, make that statement. And going back to my, my thesis, my main argument, Ballard needs a comeback because I think he's drafted really well here in the, over the last four years. And yes, I said four and not five. I don't tend to count 2017. I know he was on staff, but he was drafting for a lame duck coach in Chuck Pagano. 17 was kind of a mess, you know, and it wasn't the worst draft in the world, but it, it just seemed kind of out of character. And then he came more into his own in 18, had a, had a great, phenomenally great uh, draft in 18. And then uh, 19 was not that great. 20, I think, was underrated. I want to get to that in a second. And then 21 was, was really um, awful. 
And I want to show some uh, comparisons to that here in just a second. All right, so Ballard needs to come back. 21 was awful. Uh, we need something this year, right? We need some, some value for this team right now in 22 because Matt Ryan, you know, he's, what has he got, a year, two left? I think this team needs value right now. Let's compare some of these uh, draft picks. So like I said, I'm not really, I'm not really counting 2017. I'm going to start with 2018. We all know the, the top three picks of that draft. Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, Braden Smith. And, you know, those, those guys have been great, phenomenal. Um, rookie snaps that year, 1,136 for, for Quentin Nelson. That's insane. So I, I looked at the entire draft, and let's see, they had 11 players, and they averaged 459 snaps, rookie snaps that year, and 11 players. That's the 18 draft. So it wasn't just that top three, although, you know, maybe they're skewing the numbers a little bit. But Naeem Hines, the fourth round pick, had 499 snaps. And he had 14, or I'm sorry, four starts. The top three, you know, they had 16 starts for Quentin Nelson. Darius Leonard had 15. Braden Smith had 13. Kamoka Ture was a second round pick. And, you know, I think he could, he could still be a starter in this league. He's been signed now to San Francisco. Uh, Taekwon Lewis, as I mentioned, the last pick in that, in that second round, pick 64, and I think he still has a, has a future with the Colts. So we'll see what he can do now this year. I mean, he was having his best year last, last season before the major injury. Uh, one that didn't pan out that I hoped would, I was clinging to hope, was Reese Fountain. And it looks to be the worst pick in that, in that draft. And, you know, why not? That was a fifth-round wide receiver. He's now off the team. And then in that same round, you got Jordan Wilkins, who added some really great starts, three starts in his rookie season and four for his career, but he had 198 snaps. Uh, Deion Kane was the six-round pick. Um, you know, it kind of felt like the Colts gave up on him too soon, maybe. I'm not really sure. Uh, no longer on the team. But listen to this. The seventh-round picks, you, you may remember Matthew Adams and Zaire Franklin. Uh, both have been very valuable. Zaire Franklin now is on a second contract and probably the third best uh, linebacker on the team right now. Who knows? Maybe EJ Speed, but Franklin, especially with his special teams uh, prowess, he's he's uh, been a valuable member of the team. 176 defensive snaps uh, for uh, that was his rookie season for Zaire Franklin. So quite an average there for start. Insane 6.64 start for those for that rookie class per player per player. All right, then it's kind of downhill from there. Let's go to 19. And, you know, that was a draft that obviously didn't compare. I'm sorry, didn't compare to 18. But, you know, I think you still had some good value there. <laughs> What's insane to me is that Ben Banigou, you know, I love Ben Banigou. I mean, I, I, I'm pulling for him. I like the guy. But as we said last week, it's kind of a mystery. How is he still on this team? I'm not really sure. Um, but he was, I mean, gosh, almost a first round pick. He was pick 49. That's not, you know, it was a, that's around and a half. That's a high pick. And he has had zero, zero starts in his career, zero rookie, zero career starts for Ben Bangu. Still clinging, clinging to a roster spot. He played 271 snaps in his rookie season, 439 for his career, zero starts. And then Paris Campbell draft, that was the third second round pick in that draft. And uh, you, we all know the Paris Campbell story. 
we're still hoping for a comeback there. I'm hopeful. I'm a hopeful Colts fan, you know, and I like Paris Campbell. I think there's still a chance. And then you get to the third and fourth round picks. Those were great. Bobby Okereke and Kari Willis, both starters. 472 snaps that rookie season for Okereke. 620 for Kari Willis. Marvell Tell still hanging around. EJ Speed, a good special teams guy. And I love these last three. I'm not. I'm still not sure. Three years later, if it's Gary or Jerry, I think is it. It's like the Parks and Rec character, uh, Larry maybe or Terry. I'm not sure. It's Gary. Gary Green in the sixth round. Jackson Bartman, Barton, sorry, and Javon Patterson. Uh, those sixth, seventh, and seventh round picks. No starts, no snaps. <laughs> I, five years from now, I want to come back and do like a "Where are they now?" episode on those three guys. I, um, I, I couldn't pick them out of a crowd. I have no idea what they look like or where they are now, uh, but they're gone. They're not on the team anymore. So um, didn't add much there. But you know, I think there were some you know some decent picks. Rocky Sin was the first the first pick in that draft, and really wasn't until twenty one that I think he started to blossom. That was his best season. And I know he's gone. He's traded to the Raiders. But, you know, he brought back uh, Yannick Ngakwe, a good pass rusher. So, you know, you're still getting value from that pick even now. And, and if he uh, Ngakwe signs a new contract, well, again, that's, that's value from that pick. So not a terrible draft there. It doesn't compare to 18. Oh, let's get to some snaps there. They averaged 269 rookie snaps uh, per player, which really isn't bad when you think about the last three guys adding nothing at all. Um, That was 3.4 rookie starts out of that bunch. All right, and then now you get to 20. I think 20 is an underrated uh, draft. Let me check time. Where are we? Goodness, I'm going to try to hurry. I thought this was going to be 10 minutes long. I'm not even halfway done. (laughs) I'm trying to rush this thing. All right, Underrated draft, I think, in 20. I mean, because when you think about Chris Ballard's great drafts, you look at 18, but I think 20 was really underrated. We, we know about the top two players, Michael Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor. You know, they said after picking Pittman that, of course, Reich, you know, he builds up his own guys. We know that. But they said that they thought they may have the best wide receiver in that draft. And, you know, that draft had loads of talent at the receiver position. Well, some of those guys didn't, you know, didn't pan out. Jalen Rieger, I believe, was in that, in that draft. Hasn't done much for the Eagles. And then, um, gosh, I hesitate to mention Ruggs. Killed somebody. Goodness gracious. He's not in the league anymore. He's going to be in prison probably. <laughs> you know, that didn't pan out very well. He's a talented guy. It's a sad story. But, goodness, feeling pretty good having Michael Pittman Jr. for sure. Uh, in the second round there, Jonathan Taylor, best running back in the league. I will die on that hill. Um, come at me, anybody uh, who disagrees. But Jonathan Taylor is the best, for sure. And then, as I mentioned, third-round talent, Julian Blackman. Jacob Eason, you know, maybe the team gave up on him a little bit sooner than I would have thought or imagined. No starts, no, no rookie snaps for, for Eason. Danny Pinter could be your starter at right guard now. That's a fifth-round pick. Um, 104 snaps in his rookie season. He did get a start there in his rookie year. Four on his uh, career so far. Could be much more after this season. And then you get to Rob Windsor. I think Windsor, yeah, Windsor just retired. Had nine snaps. <laughs> nine, nine snaps in his rookie year. Now, here's, here's why I think this is an underrated draft in 20. That's Isaiah Rogers in the sixth round. This could be one of your starting cornerbacks this year. Sixth round pick. And he's already been doing... You know, great things on the special teams could be 
uh, a starting cornerback for the Colts in 2022, and you're getting that kind of talent in the sixth round. You're feeling pretty good about that. That's, a, that's an underrated pick right there, in my opinion. He had 51 snaps in his rookie season, no starts that year, only one start on his career. But I think Isaiah Rodgers could be you know, a great value. Already is a great value now. Uh, in 20, they has four, four six-round picks. The other two were Desmond Patman. You know, he's still hanging around. Hadn't done a whole lot, honestly. Two snaps his uh, rookie season and no starts, obviously. 66 snaps on his career. We'll see if he can add to that. I don't know if he can stay afloat. Will Michael Strawn pass him? Will the Colts draft uh, some younger wide receivers this year? I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens there with Patman. And then Jordan Glasgow was the last pick of, of that draft for the Colts. Sixth round, pick 213. He's had 200, he had 268 rookie snaps, but he's done you know, a lot of damage on special teams. They talk about him being the leader on the special teams in, the, in that group. So overall, 284 rookie snaps, average per player, uh, four starts. You know, not bad. That's pretty good. You go back to that 18 draft, uh, 6.64 rookie starts, and four is not bad for, for the 2020 group. Now, I say that to show you how, how bad, how much of a dip uh, the team took in 21. 163 snaps per player in that group. Again, compare that to, um, to the 18 draft. It was 459. And get this, two average start per player that year and they were all from Quidipay. that he he was the only one who started any games 15 starts for Quidipay, and then you divide that over the seven you get 2.14 starts per player for that that entire rookie class not good not good at all that's why I think Chris Ballard needs to come back and I think he'll do it I mean if you kind of look at the pattern here 18 was great 19 wasn't 20 was underrated, I think. 21 was awful. <laughs> I think he comes back and has a great draft in 22 this weekend. Obviously, there's not a first-round pick. I think there's, like I said, I mentioned maybe a 5 to 7% chance they trade up. I said a couple weeks ago, if Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett, maybe another quarterback seems to fall, I think there's a chance, a very small chance, that the Colts would maybe trade up and get him. You know, I would love it. I think that would be great, especially with Matt Ryan, who, who, who's going to be here for a couple more years. Hopefully, he could be, potentially. So why not draft a quarterback that might be kind of rough and needs some seasons to, um, to get into shape and to learn the game and to develop? You know, why, why not? That would be my hope. That would make my weekend, you know, really special. <laughs> but I think it's very unlikely, to be honest. Um, and if that doesn't happen, I think Chris Ballard, he's done a lot of damage in the second and third rounds already. I think he'll be fine there. Um, after that, they got a fourth round, two fifth round picks, a sixth and a seventh. Okay, so uh, what would we like to see uh, this weekend? Well, of course, I want to see the quarterback. I want to see him take a shot. That would be great. If that doesn't happen, uh, in one of those first couple of picks, I'd love to see a left tackle drafted. I mean, I think that's one of the weaker spots on this team. I know Matt Pryor could get a chance, and, you know, maybe he earns a chance. Maybe the left tackle drafted doesn't, doesn't start until next season. That, that'd be fine. But I would love to see some investment in that position. I think it's needed. At worst, you need some depth on the offensive line. I'd like to see a wide receiver drafted early. You know, I'm not really in the camp that you got to get the top 15 pick or something to get a wide receiver. I mean, 
Jamar Chase doesn't seem to be available in this draft. So, and I don't know of another player of that stature. So, you know, second round, third round even. Could you get a wide receiver early to add maybe some skill to this uh, offense on the outside? That would be great. Um, And then I would like to see a cornerback drafted later, you know, fourth, fifth round, if you can do that. I think you can still find some value. Maybe not a starter, but you you need to add some depth to that position as well. I think they're covered in most spots, really. I do. I think they got some decent depth. Offensive line needs some depth, obviously, and maybe even the defensive line. But uh, those, those are the picks I'd like to see. Left tackle, wide receiver, cornerback, and then, you know, I'd love to see a shot at quarterback if, if possible. So I said this was going to be 10 to 15 minutes. We're looking at uh, almost 23 minutes here. I don't know what happened. I talked as fast as I possibly could, and um, this is the best I could do. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the draft. Talk to you soon. Go Colts. This was a presentation of the Blue Notes podcast. I am Benji Taylor. Thanks for listening.